diarrhea but at this point it's just i know it's gonna i know it's coming welcome to by the grace of pod hot, hot. hot. <laughs> okay hot. my god uh where one fifth of the hosts has diarrhea but for I, a month yeah i think that's the important thing for to a month recognize here and has not done anything about it and says i don't want to do anything about it because i don't want to take opiates which they're not going to give you they're going to give me so much shit you have so much shit. That's I what think you have I'm too much assault. shit already. I, th- <laughs> I think I'm scarred because I grew up with really bad eczema, and they'd give me these creams, promising that it would go away, and it oh, just and made it worse my entire yeah, like made yeah. it worse my entire life. Do you have any left? And the second no, the second I stopped it, it and like just stopped eating dairy, it all went away. You could put this. Yeah, you. I could. don't want to put anything in my asshole. Okay, well, you're probably not gonna have to put anything for diarrhea in your asshole. You're probably just gonna have to take a high fiber thing. You right? might have to take a suppository. I don't know. I'll put it in for you. What is diarrhea from? Is it a virus? It can be giardia. You could have, have you drank from any like natural water stagnant, sources? Yeah, stagnant ponds recently. Did you swim um, anywhere? I don't think so. Inconclusive. Yeah. Inconclusive. We we can't die. I was here. really sick for a week. And I had to work from home because I couldn't get out of bed, and I think that's when it started. We need House to come in here. Is it lupus? No. Okay. It almost always is. It almost always is lupus. Doesn't it just naturally go away, though? Not if it's a viral infection or a bacterial infection. You, Your body might be having a hard time fighting it off. Have you guys ever had to give someone a poop sample? Uh, no. no. No, I had to ask that question Um during my catheter scare because they were like the bathroom's down there um but you're gonna want to save it like and i was like yeah I, I understand i need to pee in the thing maybe but do you need a fecal sample as well she's like what <laughs> she gave me this face like the stinkiest she's like what? no how what? crass of you to mention I... shit at a hospital at a urology <laughs> clinic where all they do is piss and shit at uh last summer i had montezuma's revenge which, oh, I don't know. Well, I think there's another name for it, but I don't know what it is. And I had to give someone a poop sample. But I mean, it happens everywhere. It happens like maybe you have Montezuma's. Or it's just like different bacteria in the water for like uh. different places. So it Ooh. happens if you go to Africa or Asia or yeah. really anywhere you can get it. What's worse about actually having diarrhea is thinking that there is like these viruses in my stomach. You already have viruses in your stomach. Well, yeah, not you viruses, do. but you bacteria. bacteria. You always have bacteri- bacteria in you. You need to get it but checked I, out. Like, I don't think point. I, like, lost a lot of weight or anything. It's just... Yeah, but you should have solid poops. Are you drinking a lot of coffee? Yeah, coffee mm, does to me. Yeah, kind of, but, like, not, like, a significant amount. Anyway, I... Fu- uh, how about I go to Walgreens and I get one of those, like, anti-diarrhea things? How, why haven't you done that already? Yeah, what the hell? I thought you'd... I thought you'd already been doing I this. Was type just, of stuff. I was just trying the brat diet, which I broke down last time: bananas, rice, applesauce, and toast. Sounds like a terrible I diet. I don't understand why toast is on that <laughs> fucking 
diet. They just needed a tea really bad. <laughs> yeah. uh, they were like tomatoes. They were going to go with diet. tahini, but they already had applesauce, so they were like too close. It couldn't be the bra diet because that's inappropriate. Yeah. We don't want to think about bras. What if it's the Brad diet and D is oh. dick? <laughs> yeah, there you go. <laughs> no, that doesn't seem to be helping. Um, yeah, so anyway, welcome Eating to the penis? show. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this you, is our worst intro ever. This, maybe. <laughs> I don't know. It, it's probably up there. Or maybe yeah. it's the best one. It might be the best. How's everyone doing? It's not. <laughs> it's, how's, doing, how's everyone else's poop? Uh, um, my poop has been actually uh, uncharacteristically solid. Oh, so I never, I never have diarrhea, but I do have like the opposite. Dilinates <laughs> the poop. <laughs> all right, we're moving on. I just hate that we're like living hypocrites all the time. We're just like <laughs> such unstoppable <laughs> hypocrites. Off the mic, we're like, we should do like a good show this time and yeah. we get on the mic. Sorry, I'm in a terrible mood today, so I'm taking no prisoners. That's okay. Um, Take no prisoners, just fucking. We talk about we're like, man, we all really care about this, and then nobody's here on time, and then we talk about shit dick all the time. (laughs) But it's awesome. No. (laughs) But I love spending time this way. I like hanging out with you guys. I love hanging out too. Um, you have two things you want to talk about. I have have one thing because they're serious. Oh no, let's do it first. I don't give a shit. Should we say who we are? Yeah, my name's Aaron, otherwise known as the Spooky Prince. Are we still doing scary nicknames? No. I'm Prince Spooky. Uh, try again. Ooh, What's the third one of that? Spooky Prince. The, prince. the artist <laughs> formerly known as Spooky Prince. Okay. My name's a symbol now. It's just a ghost with a guitar coming out of it. But it's <laughs> yeah. all drawn in outlines. Hell yes. Uh, Who are you? I'm Dylan. I'm Who Tiffany. Are- and I'm Mihana. And Earl is not here. I was chaotic <laughs> before this, but nobody wanted to fight. So I don't want to kick your ass before we start recording. That's yeah. hilarious. I, the more you talk about it, at first I thought you might guys might be pretty evenly matched, but then the more you talk, I'm pretty sure Tiffany would just demolish you. Are you yes! fucking kidding me? No, not even. What makes you say that? I don't think I don't think small. you would know how to fight if one came upon you. Like oh, if, if a fight, fight approached you in your life. Back home in Hawaii, th- girls aren't like snooty and socially manipulative. We fight on the playground. Like Yeah, the playground. Fight. When's the last time you got into a fight? Mm, I don't know, like 20 years ago. <laughs> when you were five? Okay. <laughs> so okay. there'd be a lot of sand and hair pulling. So you're taller than me. But I'm taller <laughs> but than I'm you and I also have a lot of weight on you. Prove but I'm faster. How, wait, how what on what grounds can you prove that you're faster? I don't know. You want to do a I race? don't know. You well, you better race? be ready to put your your money where your mouth is. You want to do a foot race? I've taken 5 kickboxing classes. Yeah, I want to tell you something. There's a concept that I think happens a lot in our society that is like that there is like an equality to the way that people are structured. That like, well, this person's really strong, but they're not very fast. I would be faster than them. Or mm-hmm. this person's really smart, but I'm really like street smart and clever. Mm-hmm. That's bullshit. That doesn't exist. So <laughs> yeah, if, so, if I've learned anything from trying to, <laughs> if I've learned anything from trying to uh, wrestle in my time, it's that I am just too weak to fight anyone. I get my ass kicked every time. Also, speed's kind of a fallacy when it comes to, like, a lot of fighting. Like, yes, speed can matter in things, but the idea that, like, strength and speed are opposites, but both equally important is not true. I don't think strength and speed are opposites, but I do think I'm faster than you. 
That's race. I think if Tiffany managed to get even one hand, <laughs> like gripped around part of you, you'd be done because Tiffany does have the. Height You're not and weight. strong. I have like thirty pounds on you. That Strength doesn't matter. Doesn't matter. It, it okay. Every fight I've had, I work out more than. Sorry, I feel like we're all ganging. Okay, do you remember when I was? Okay, pause. Do you remember when I was like, "Oh, am I anxious?" Or do you guys all hate me? And you're like, "Oh, don't worry about it. You're just anxious." We don't hate you. And now I'm telling you, you couldn't fight any of us. (laughs) I probably could not beat you. No, no way. So here's the thing. Here's the thing. I have wrestled many people who don't work. I feel ganged up on, and I want to move on. My friend Max. Before I leave this house and start crying. Here's the thing. I'm going to say about me. But how me. close can we get for the art of the podcast before you leave? Let's find out. Let's push the boundaries. Push My friend boundaries. from high school, Max, <laughs> is he doesn't work out. He's my same height, but he has 20 pounds on me in just sheer weight. And I could not do a fucking thing to him just because he's like an inch taller and has just like weight on me. Yeah, so, I'm just a, a I'm just a weak little bean sprout <laughs> in this huge. Okay, the full po- everyone but Earl and Mihana have made Mihana feel bad. <laughs> er, er, uh, yeah. Earl is my new favorite. That's Mihana. Mihana has her head here. on the table and won't look at any of okay. us. But what she if, can't see your chocolate, so now we can steal it. I don't care. You can have it. Oh damn! <laughs> <laughs> Why you're gonna try to fight me for it and beat me up? No. It'd be too easy. It wouldn't be fun. <laughs> <laughs> I'm gonna stay like. If there's no challenge, I'm not into it. Rihanna. <laughs> what? <laughs> Pick up your head. We love you so much. Mihana, the podcast is waiting for you. I do. Love I'm you. still here. It's leaving the station. All you and need you're is my. Board. All you need is my voice. That's uh, true. I need your energy. This is actually too. not the worst audio we've ever gotten because you're kind of taking out all the echo from the room. Beautiful. Maybe we should all do this. We should make the podcast where we're all blindfolded by our arms. We should all bully each other into hiding away and feeling, <laughs> and feeling shameful. Mihana, I'm gonna let you win. Okay. Oh no. That's worse. Yeah, I'm gonna. <laughs> okay, that is worse. I'm gonna try my hardest. Next <laughs> segment now. <laughs> I thought that you, that might be what you were trying to do. I will say. I thought you were legitimately sad, and I still wanted to kick your ass. <laughs> <laughs> it's a bummer that we missed that audio. <laughs> no, I hit record when Mihana started talking again, so we have it. <laughs> You're not fooling us anymore. Um, okay, I've got two segments. One I want to talk about. Oh, wait. Wait, guide meditation first. Oh, okay. All right. You are a pistol shrimp deep in the ocean. <laughs> Currents flow around you. Somebody doesn't have their eyes closed. <laughs> Not again. This was the wor- the worst part of the last episode is how long I spent you cutting out the eyes trip. closed. No, start totally over. New concept? No, no. Just no, uh, no the- you're not a pistol shrimp anymore. You lost um, your pistol shrimpness. Okay, close your eyes. Which is fine because I don't know too much about the deep sea. So Editing <laughs> out the part about people closing their eyes was... I was so I mad. I wanted to kill all of you. Then. <laughs> I wanted to kill all of you. Okay, so close your eyes. Don't talk about it. You're a bridge over a chasm. You sway back and forth in a gentle breeze. 
tourists come and take photographs of the chasm below. A tiny river, miles down, flows and has carved out the trench that you now straddle between and call home. Some nights, when it's very calm and almost no one is around, you swear you hear the noise of a young woman who says things like, Oh, Adam, Adam, no, 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 Adam, don't, don't, Adam, no, no. And then she's gone. You're afraid, but you may not run away because as previously stated, you're a bridge. A bridge with no legs. The wind softly howls. Welcome back. Thank you so much. What a beautiful guided meditation. Wow. I, I think I would like to listen to you read me old Western. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> that was chilling. I thought you were going to end with <laughs> a bridge over troubled waters. <laughs> I should have. That's what I was waiting for, but ah, uh, beautiful. Once again, I have chills. I have goose. Uh, I have chicken Pimples. skin, as they say in Hawaii. Do they say that there? They do say it. If we hadn't bullied Mihana into submission, she would, oh, no. Are you not speaking? Are you taking a vow of silence? We've Are you actually Mihana. sad? Were those real or fake tears? A little bit of both. A lot of bit of both, actually, judging by the... She just made, like... She grew two more arms and did two real big fish stories. All right. Here's the challenge of the podcast. Okay. Can we come up with segments that Mihana cannot help but talk about? Yes. Okay. All right. Um, I think Earl's here. All right, Tiffany, you have two okay, segments. I have two you want to start one? Yeah, I'll start one. Um, I don't know if anyone has really been hearing too much about this, but I don't feel like it's being talked about a lot. The U.S. diplomat in the U.K.'s wife hit a motorcyclist because she went down the wrong... Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, she went down the wrong side of the road, and she hit and killed, like, a 19-year-old motorcyclist. And then, I don't know how soon after, um, she left the U.K. and has diplomatic immunity, and Trump made it, like... He just basically was like, she's not coming back to the... She's not coming back, so she can't be prosecuted. For for negligent driving? Yeah, for killing someone. What, yeah, I mean, was she was she drunk or no, just being she, stupid? Well, she's, she was driving I, on the wrong side of the road. She's driving on the wrong side of the road, so... Right. I don't um, know what type of... I mean, that's so probably heard manslaughter. Well, and then did you hear what happened after that? Yeah, no, yeah, what happened what after Um... Basically, they came to the U.S. to, like, seek help. The, the family yeah. of the child. Yeah, the family of the child came to the U.S. basically, like, looking for people to help them bring the woman back to the U.K. so she can go through, like, their justice system. Uh-huh. And um, Trump invited, like, personally invited them to the White House, and then they came, and he... He was and like he, he beat them up with his superior height. And 
No. <laughs> what, what actually happened? Mm. Um, apparently, the woman who had done it was in like two rooms over or something, and there, and he basically ambushed the family and was like, "Well, she's here. You can meet her." Yeah. And they were like, "No, absolutely not. We're not like, going to meet you, her." They were like, "Can you help us get her back to the UK?" And he was like, "No, I'm not going to do that. I'm not going to do that." But she is here if you want to talk to her. She's here. She's here in the White House. You can meet her. <laughs> they were like, yeah. uh, no. Yeah, the <laughs> only like, way... And he did it in front of cameras, too. So he was, like, trying to have, like, a reality TV moment. Yeah. And the only way that I've read something that they... The only way they're planning on ever seeing her is through, like, guided um, grief counseling uh-huh. on UK soil. Gotcha. Well, that's upsetting. Yeah, I mean... It's just terrible. It's terrible. And a lot of people are like, think that she should go back a lot of US and obviously. Diplomatic community is very strange to me. Like mm-hmm. the idea that diplomats can kind of do whatever they want and then are protected. Like I, I get that it's part of like the good faith, but I feel like that was more useful at a time when every country was at war with each other. Right. And right now, like, you know, the goal is world peace. So I feel like diplomats should absolutely be held accountable for anything they, they do. Well, and also soil. the only, I feel like truly the only good thing that has ever come out of diplomatic immunity that I know of is the ending line to or to a uh, lethal weapon three. <laughs> Have you seen lethal? Weapon no, 3? I've never seen a single lethal weapon. Oh man. The entire time they're chasing this guy who has diplomatic immunity. He's like a murderer and like a drug kingpin in the U.S. and he's from some other country. And at the end of the movie, they're on his boat, and uh, they've just like chased him down, and they're trying to get him. And uh, Danny Glover pulls his gun on him, and the guy's like, "You can't kill me, diplomatic immunity." And then Danny Glover like just pumps him full of bullets and goes, <laughs> "It's just been revoked." <laughs> <laughs> Fuck yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> Fuck yeah. It might it's be a lethal weapon too, Walked straight off that set onto the set of the Royal Tenenbaums. Danny Glover? Danny Glover. I love the Royal Tenenbaums. Oh, he is in the Royal yeah. Tenenbaums. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's so nice. He's so nice. It's just insane that... They have immunity, yeah. Like, it doesn't make any sense why you would just get to do whatever the fuck it's you want somewhere else. if you go somewhere like North Korea and you're trying to, like, you know, talk to... Or China, and you're trying to talk to them, but, um, you know, you break some social or legal moray, and then you're in trouble. Like, that's the that's the intention. But when you're at a, in a place like the UK where, like, you know, culturally and politically... We're kind of out, not kind of, we're definitely allied. Um, it, it seems ridiculous. Yeah. Because you can't hit somebody with a car and get away with it on American soil. So why the fuck should that happen in the UK? Well, just and it was just, country. it was sneaky how like she just left. Like right afterwards, she was like on a plane out of the country because she knew, like she fucking knew it was not a good look, basically. <laughs> You know, it is a good look. Is Mihana's outfit today? So they're all very friendly up there. <laughs> is Earl here and he's just not coming down? Correct. <laughs> I'm gonna kill him. I'm gonna kill him with my bare hands. Uh, he's except, making. He's making coffee. Except I can't because he's larger. Ooh, I want coffee. 
I think you could. That's the one. I think it. I think you could get him. Earl is Earl is huge, and also he has a leg that can't. You feel. He's huge. <laughs> I don't think he's a big guy. He I is, forget yeah, how tall Earl is. He's, he's very like tall. A slightly taller than I am. Yeah, and he has a leg that can't feel. He could kick my head off with that, and, <laughs> <laughs> like a draft. <laughs> just, Do you want to keep drinking this? Yeah. He's like kick ass. You can have some, except I'm without the metal bones. Water. Um. Yeah, I never think of Earl as a big guy. Yeah, because he's so thin. He's not really a big guy, though. Earl did a great... You're very big. When you were at the, the Nerd Night, Earl did a great job on that Nerd Night that he's been uh-huh. mentioning on the episodes. He was the... He did amazing. He was the standout performance of the evening. Uh, made me and Dylan bust a fucking gut. That's for sure. I can't speak for anyone else because me and Dylan have the loudest laughs, so I could just hear it. Um, I laughed. Yeah, I laughed. More I than cried. once, even. Um, Earl did a great job, but at that nerd night, Dylan walked up to our section in the through the front row, and I turned to Mihana. I was like, "Dylan is a giant man. He is so large and powerful." Which I really don't think about being that big that often. Really? Yeah. You're very big. You look like you could be in action movies. And I am um, bigger than I am, probably. Yeah, probably. Just agree and I, move on. I Earl comparatively Hi, am Earl. very large. Oh, wait. I got to turn your mic off. I turned it off because you were so late. Wow. I just turned it off straight up. Oh, no. Oh, no. Earl's been turned into a baby. Whatever. Oh, my God. Do. That's hot. Okay. I don't do bits with people who are this late. <laughs> do you want chocolate in your coffee? Uh-huh. Put it in there anyway. Uh-huh. Really? It's tea. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Hey, what's up, motherfuckers? I'm late because I come in whenever I want. You suck so much ass. Yeah. Yeah. I hate you. Earl, we're going to cut the you the up show later. and the people that are on it. I'm a steam engine. <laughs> what were you doing? With let's, two let's, spouts. Let's do my new favorite segment. Earl, why were you late today? I was passing something through my system. What were you passing? You were peeing for a long time. Oh, Kidney we're pa- stone. We're talking about poop again. No. Kidney stone. No. I. I okay. So you took so mushrooms me, me, last night. I um, opened up a store that sells parachutes, but <laughs> it was going to be a pop-up shop for the day. Oh, but you. I woke up this morning. It was pretty windy, so I had to have a fire sale. <coughs> That's what we call in the business getting insurance the morning of and then burning down your store. So I was dealing with the fire department, and um, I mean, you'd never imagine what a fire is like at a parachute store. Haley's Comet is back, and we are, as a podcast, going to kill ourselves in a group. And ride I'm gonna that eat, wave, baby. I'm gonna eat Sage's anti-gluten blood, and then I'm gonna eat a two hamburgers with no meat, just bread. This That's article, how I'm gonna do it. This article from Forbes is called "Last Seen in 1986." Haley's comment will make its presence known this week with shooting star show. That's a long headline, little wordy, but also it starts by saying, "Will you be alive in 2061? If not, wow. how the fuck am I supposed to know?" Have you done that test? Where it's well, there's some something. people who definitely know they what won't What day be. will you yeah. die? I guess, that's what I think they probably mean, but... 
me and me hunter are gonna kill all of you guys in 15 minutes but so. what if you're right on the cusp is it Earl Team Mihana? Wait, is Earl said, Team Mihana on what? In a Earl fight? said I, I could probably be anyone with a weapon. I'm the most tactically skilled. I don't think I would even be afraid of you if you had a gun. Mihana with a knife. <laughs> Mihana with a knife. Being overly aggressive, I'm sorry. Dylan, just say it to my face. What's wrong? I looked you dead in your eyes when I said that. But why do you hate me right now? Why are you projecting your anger in projecting. mean ways? Just say it to my fucking face. Tell uh, me. Right now, now has a gun. We're having a conversation. Um, okay, so what's your real bit? Okay, so the blob. I just blob. read about this. It's pretty fascinating. Where is it? Um, it was first discovered in the backyard of a woman's house in Texas. Wait, what? This isn't the movie, The Blob, from the No, 50s. this is the actual thing, The Blob. There's an actual thing, The Blob. It's an actual thing called The Blob. They're not sure if it's a fungus or an animal. Research assistant, Aaron, look it up. And it repairs itself. You can cut it up into different organisms, and it either turns into different organisms, or it can repair itself in two and a half minutes. There what? are not two sexes, like male and female. There's 720 oh, yeah, I sexes. Read this. Oh, I started seeing there, it can it can has it it doesn't have a brain but it learns how to like go through a maze one time and then like it learns how to do it quickly and like has its own way of learning without a brain like my mom is okay 720 sexes are they sure there's not just that many of them in existence and they're all different <laughs> what I don't know. in the fuck it's at the zoo it's just yeah. a, it's at the zoo at it's the at the Paris zoo let me see it's just a god it's a fucking like fungus looking thing let me see it Holy shit. It's crazy. This thing is going to be the next. It's going to like turn into a neural network. It's yeah. going to combine with computer and fucking oh, kill okay, us that's, all. But it's called the blot. Wait, because it grows really fast? A brainless, but bright yellow organism that can solve mazes and heal itself is making a debut at Paris Zoo this weekend. It's I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to swallow it and see what happens. Yeah, oh, right? <laughs> this is like Bioshock right. come to yeah, life. Yeah, exactly. Do you Holy think you can shit. live inside of do you think it'd take us? A, I don't know. I think it would probably crawl out of me. Probably. I, I don't know assume. if you could digest it. I, unless the, the stomach can, acid killed it. The blob can grow so fast that scientists are saying it can essentially sprint at about four centimeters per hour because compared to other like right. like funguses and other other lichens, it's neither animal nor plant. Type and of it's slime mold. It's believed oh, to be slime like slime molds are crazy. Slime molds are the things that if you hold fire to it, they'll go around. Or salt. Have you seen that? And they hate salt. Too. If you hold a blowtorch on a slime mold, it will move around it. That's Dude, this is the thing. And it also kingdom. eats, yeah, it also will eat things by shooting out um, oh, little like, like little projectoids. Yeah, exactly. So it'll basically shoot out like fingers and then eat the thing by sucking it back into it. The blob's favorite food is oatmeal. <laughs> that makes sense That's to me. very cute. It's high in sugars cute. and protein. <laughs> That's very cute. And uh, it's, date, it's thought to be about a billion years old. Wow. And we just discovered this fucking thing? It, it is. No, thing. it was first discovered a long time ago, and then scientists started to like re-research it in like 2016, and now it's in the zoo. Kind of like a Nick Drake album. Correct. Uh, go, yeah. go back to it. <laughs> yeah. Look back. But yeah, it's pretty crazy stuff, and I don't know... Uh, the Blob takes its name from a 1958 cult horror movie starring Stephen Queen. Does, does The Blob have Tinder or Hinge? What? How do yeah, I, what does the what does the Blob what? say the, is the hottest spot for hanging out this Saturday? It's 726 sexes, so like 
you know, seven hundred twenty-eight sexes. At least I one which of which ones. Are what does they that even asexual? mean? Asexual? What the fuck does that mean? It's I not asexual. It has seven hundred twenty-six sexes. Yeah, I don't but that's know. What I'm saying is like, uh, like which ones pair but up? Then how? That's what I'm saying. I'm saying I have well, a good chance. At the to get I'm asking one of these legitimate questions. Yeah, wait, 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 I'm wait. also asking legitimate from questions. a genetics. I mean, ultimately, what defines like like sexes? They must is, have a lot of fucking chromosomes. Yeah, it's the chromosomes yeah. because I wonder uh, if we can pull out cells that can like repair. If it heals itself, like what if this is the key to anti aging? Whoa, crazy! Well, Which again, so, Bioshock. The rich probably, already know how to anti age. They suck the blood out of the youth. This is a real thing. That's that what is also happening. Doing. That's real things that people are doing. Rihanna's doing. It. Isn't that like what Warren Buffet is doing? <laughs> yeah, I've seen it. They're getting like blood transfusions, aren't they? Warren Buffet has not done it yet. Okay. But doesn't um, he wear the same pair of sneakers? But uh, every day? fucking uh, Jeff Epstein thought you could do that before he got capped, and then. Um, <laughs> Who else? Who's the other guy? Who's the uh, Peter Thiel, the fucking guy from PayPal that killed his niece <laughs> and Wait, then Chris, ate her? Chris Teeley? No, he no, not Chris Teeley. Peter Thiel from he PayPal. Oh yes, he I did. do know. No, about that's, a joke. Yes. that's a joke. That's a joke. He didn't actually kill it. Well, I don't know. It's unclear. <laughs> Why would Fred Armisen do that? Can't believe it. You think you know a guy from his famous band, The Punch like Brothers? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, he did take over for Garrison Keillor, so who knows what like secrets he's hiding. What do you mean by full-time? Well, it typically means 40 hours a week, something like that. Uh, I wish I worked 40 hours, and so does my family. So the question's still out there. Do you work? I, I work a, a great deal of hours. Okay, here's a question for you. If you put Rogaine on any part of your body, will you grow hair there? I've always wondered that. I'm sure. If I can put, does it? Does Rogaine work? Like, is it medically proven? No. I mean, why do they still sell it if it's? Uh, I think it works, people, but I think it's probably buying, not man. like FDA approved. Well, yeah. Well, I I had a dream the other night that I grew a full beard, and I was like, Can you was not? Like, no, everyone was like, Aaron, you look great. Like, this is so exciting. Seriously, <laughs> I had this dream, and everyone was like, that beard looks amazing. I'm like, thank you. And I'm like, feeling in the dream, I'm like, oh, I get to shave my whole face. And then I woke up, it wasn't real. <laughs> it's very That's insane. a bummer. I always, I always have the opposite thing where I have dreams that my teeth are falling out and keep people Same. go, Dylan, what's wrong? And yeah. I keep pulling my teeth so, out. Oh, and then I, I wake might, up and I have my teeth. I've never had one of those dreams. Mm -hmm. but and I had the beard dream and the teeth dream in the same week. I think antidepressants are giving me the, the ability to like have normal people dreams maybe uh, the teeth well. dream apparently per talking to that mic or I'll fucking kill you <laughs> per Victor my co-worker um hi Victor hi Victor <laughs> <laughs> he says that in Cambodian culture if you have a dream about your teeth falling out maybe that someone in your life is gonna die or wow. it's good luck. I, I hate thought that. It was no, I about, think it's either. I can't remember which one he said, so don't listen to me. But it's about um, like not being able to communicate what you want to communicate. Fascinating. Did you make that up? No, it's real. I think that's <laughs> that holds up. Dylan, what do you want to say about Anything. my teeth? Your oh, teeth. I mean, I haven't had that dream in a while. It means you have to have like an important conversation, or you can't like you want to say something, but you can't say it, or you haven't said it. I spoke to a very recently new African citizen this morning, and he told everybody, he told me to say hi. Dan, I talked to Dan this morning. Oh, he's in hi Africa. Dan. He's, he's in, in Africa. He's in Cote d'Ivoire, and he says the accent is really hard. Dan well. keeps talking to everybody but me, and then telling me that we gotta catch up. 
Wow. <laughs> he <laughs> talked to Ben and Earl and uh, some other third thing many times. Wow, that third thing is going to feel like real shit yeah. <laughs> when they hear this. Um, the point is, yeah, but I feel like shit because Dan keeps being like, we got to catch up. We got to catch up. And he doesn't call me. And other people, he just calls out of the blue. And it's like, oh, I, I, even I messaged him. him several times to well, try to. So have I. Um, I. Please he said hello to here. everybody. He said hello, and he said that, um, yeah, he he, you know, he's doing great out there. Um, he, I'm glad he had tea with an old man. Did uh, has he discovered whether or not he is a shill for the corporate cocoa production? I don't think that has become apparent yet. Okay, so he's we're still waiting to hear if Dan is improving people's lives or working for capitalist ventures. Mm-hmm. Oh, welcome to By the Grace of Pod. Hot. I'm the I'm Spooky Prince. We're recording now because it's time. Spooky Prince is recording now. Ooh, out in that purple rain. Out in that red rain full of blood Blood. spooky prince my name is Aaron Dupuis and you're listening to By the Grace of Pod live from (sighs) Cincinnati live from Minneapolis By the Grace of Pod I'm Tiffany and the spooky rain is not rain it's blood it's milk it's milk (laughs) oh my god what a day we've had it's milk and I'm milking (laughs) So, welcome, guys. This is our second time recording the intro today. Second uh, time recording the episode. The episode. <laughs> I might save some parts of that episode. I might not. Who knows? Oh. <laughs> Hope all the parts of this episode survive, because episode 17 got eaten by the fucking podcast gods, so that was pretty rough. <laughs> now, Tiffany and I have introduced ourselves. Uh, who else would like to go next? <laughs> <laughs> I'm Dylan. That's Dylan. Let's give a hand for Dylan. Yeah. We're joined by our live studio audience today, and we're so glad about it. Earl, would you like to introduce yourself? You were very late for the first. Oh, thank you. Oh, I love my fans. Earl, hit us with that good, good soup that comes out of your mouth. Oh. From the depths of the candle. Campbell's Crypt comes the soup doctor himself, Mr. Boyardee, from the grave. He's also a prince. Two princes who adore you. Soup doctor. The soup doctor. Just go ahead now. Yum, 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 yum. If you like my noodles, just go ahead now. And if you want to have my broth, just go ahead now. Oh, man. Technically, I'm a cereal. <laughs> That's an episode I've, throwback to three I've been... I've, I'm, it's Earl. It's hi, everybody. Studio audience, what's up? My fans. Yeah. Chew off your fingers. Chew them off for me. I'm <laughs> seeing my angel. Um, Mihana. Mihauna. <laughs> Hell yeah, brother. Wait, wait, wait. That's funny. I'm saying, wait, who yeah, are you again? Mihauna. 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 Are they bowling for soup or are they bowling to represent soup? <laughs> Fuck me, man. That is gold. <laughs> 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 
Wow. Yeah. All right. Okay, so Tiffany's parents are throwing a party next. Yeah, they're throwing. <laughs> dollars worth of alcohol is on the... Don't, Wait, you sorry, gotta I cut lost that out. Voice. I don't think I was supposed to tell anyone that. Oh, okay. Well, it's only million, one bottle. Tiffany's parents nice are bottle. throwing a party. There is $100 worth of alcohol there. There's $4 billion dollars worth of jewels hanging at the party. They're hanging from the ceiling. Just snap one off. Take yourself a, a suck. Of that jewel. <laughs> Uh, oh, it's nice. gonna be it. fucking crazy. There's gonna be crazy stuff. Yeah, but what what crazy stuff should there what be? What if you were to go to the best Halloween party of your life? Uh huh. Of your fucking life, and no one. Just what would what would you want to be there? What what would be going on? Um, Activities. Yeah. Drink. So my main thing is if I was going to a Halloween party. Um, I would want a rumpus room. I think that's the thing missing from every party because every party I go to, I drink like a full sugar-free Red Bull. Like I'm talking 24 ounce sugar-free Red Bull. I get to the party. I'm ready to throw down. I want to be active. I want to thrash around. I want to break stuff, but that's not allowed at parties. Everyone's like, oh no, don't touch that. That's an antique. Is that what a rumpus room is for? I thought it was just for dudes to get like rowdy. That's what you know, I'm saying. Uh, but not just, other. you know, all well, the dudes. They wrestle no, okay. regardless okay, of your gender or if you ha- are one of the 726 sexes of the blob, mm-hmm. you can go in that rumpus room. You are a welcome dude. And we're going to throw down and just I, I want your party to have a, a room where everything is breakable. Nothing Ooh. is off limits. Mm, you can like throw shit. You can bleed. You can stain the furniture. You, you can spill beer. You can light up a fucking J. It doesn't matter what you do in there. I want a. I want a room <laughs> that has diplomatic immunity. Mm. Basically, like you go in there and it is maritime law, baby. Like the only rule is don't punch the captain. And the captain and is the deter- captain's on a wheel and he's naked. Yeah, and he's, and he's just got spinning a, and he's, upside. And he's got a hat on that's strapped to his. On chin, a wheel? You mean like being roasted over a fire? No, they're, like thro- a- they're they're wheeling around and people are throwing knives, knives. at him. <laughs> Don't hurt him or you're kicked out of the rumpus room. But if you hit the bullseye right below his wong, uh, you get. To direct face his off to And if you clip his foreskin <laughs> if you circumcise It gives you a hearty him. handshake <laughs> Circumcise him Yes uh, So that's what I would you legitimately want sex. At every party I've ever been to I've wanted a room where I can just let loose And just break shit And just break myself And have a good time and kind of just bleed on the but carpet. It's a Halloween party, so it'd have to be like filled carpet. with smoke and birds are you gonna get? spooky music playing. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. It can be filled with dry ice, and I can put the dry ice <laughs> dry on ice my punch. body. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'd be like, ah! That sounds awful. Yeah, and then I'll get like cysts. It'll be great. I'm going to go pee while the rest of you answer your. All right. Well, I was thinking like I could get a bounce house, but that doesn't seem to fulfill your needs. It would probably pop immediately. Based on what Aaron wants. Knife throwing. Yeah. yeah, and a lot of like the the things you want. You want to bleed on things and break things. And but it would be fun to have a bouncy house just filled with smoke and dry ice. Have you ever fallen on, in a bouncy house or like on that material and gotten a burn from the plastic? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's so gnarly. And yeah. like, I think you get that from like trampolines too. Oh yeah, big time. Hmm. Well, your mom wants me to play a classical piano song for everyone, which is so weird because Ooh. that's not the vibe of the party very, at all. But I think my mom's dress, head like, is so far up your butt. Like, so, what? My mom loves you, so I think like 
That's she loves why. you in your butt yeah. and your bowels. She's just every time she's like, when's Mihana going to come and play that piano song? That one song. The yeah. one song she calls that it enchants song. everyone. No, I feel like that would really kill the vibe. But okay, the I could thing go there like four hours beforehand and play, play a recital. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the thing to know about this party is that it's last year. It was like my friends who were getting rowdy and rambunctious, and then like eighty-year-old couples sitting at the counter eating sausage weenies. So, oh, so we're the. So there is a wide variety of people here. So I'm sure that mm. you doing that would please at least half of the party. <laughs> it's <laughs> the eighty year olds. <laughs> something else. It's it was definitely really weird, but really fun last year. Right. Um, well, I still don't think I'm going to play the song. I'm happy to come over beforehand and play it for her again. Is she still learning how to play it? Yeah, it's great. Maybe you guys can have a piano duel. Ooh, dueling oh. piano. Dylan, do you play an instrument? No. Okay, we're not focused. I'm sorry. What no, is your okay. party idea? Um, I taught myself how to play harmonica, but then I forgot because I didn't play it for a few really? years. Uh-huh. That's pretty um, cool. Yeah, yeah I would just sit on like a box in a train. It's really like, hard. No, 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 no. I'm 13. No, 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 no. Got such bad acne. No, 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 no. Do women like this? I'm pretty sure they do. This is going to work out for me. Oh, man. All right. So the one thing you want to see at a party. To make it the best party of your life. Uh, best party of, of your life. life. Well, I stand by that. I think that if I could have any like, if I could have any like dumb thing, I would have a room that's just filled with popcorn, and it would just be a popcorn room. It'd be like the room that Scrooge McDuck had, where he would like dove into money, but instead it'd be popcorn. But I think for a party. You don't want that because people are going to have drinks. They're going to spill their drinks. The popcorn. popcorn. It's going to get all soggy and there's going to yeah. be too many people. You can't keep the popcorn clean. It mm-hmm. can't pop fast enough. So I think maybe lean into that direction. Maybe there's a pool at the party. Maybe the pool is now like a really gross swamp. Mm-hmm. And like everybody get, but it's like made of like weird jello stuff. So it's like weird and goopy. And then you like put on like a scuba mask and like goggles and you go and you like swim around and then you like hire a guy to dress a swamp thing and he like hangs out in the swampy goo. Whoa. Yeah. And then there's like secret tunnels that go out of the pool and you like find treasure. And then you bring the treasure back and you get Tootsie Rolls. <laughs> but only the flavor <laughs> kind. Not the chocolate kind, just the fruit flavor like kind. Like the yellow ones or whatever? Yeah, dude, the best uh, kind. Okay. I Tootsie Rolls love are inferior to Vanilla and all the other fruit flavors. Woo! Hot take. Ew. Yeah. Um, I love that idea, but really I was looking for feasible ideas. Actionable items? <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. Um, you think Aaron has an actionable ad- item? I don't know, his? like a kitty cool maple syrup. I think his is syrup. pretty actionable. A rumpus room? Yeah. Uh, what about like a kitty pool with maple syrup in it? In lieu, <laughs> in lieu of the in? swamp. Maybe. <laughs> or like the drink cauldron can be ooky, ooky, spooky. Yeah, what about a well that like you put an actor in and they go, help, my husband dropped me in here years ago. And then there's dry ice. <laughs> <laughs> and then she scoops out your drink from the well. And there's an eyeball in it, but it's just a peeled grape. <laughs> <laughs> oh, everyone at the party has to be blindfolded the whole time. Ooh. Ooh. 
Whoa. And they put thumbtacks on one hand and not on the other one. So every time you shake somebody's hand, you might get stabbed. Yeah. Ooh, that's so good. But I like, <laughs> that. like as a person, you know which hand you have thumbtacks on. Dylan tested. So you're Earl an asshole. Wait, say it again. You know which thumbtacks you have on your own hand. Yeah. yeah. So yes. you're an asshole if you reach out with a thumbtack hand. It's the right. prisoner's oh, dilemma. Right. Because if two people both if stab each other, they die. But <laughs> if one doesn't, the other does. Ooh, one wins five hundred dollars. Have have I? Can we gamble? I want to gamble all night. Have I talked to you guys about I how gambling. I love the movie About Time? No, I like that movie. It's uh, there's a they go to dinner on a double date and they don't know who the people are. It's a surprise date, but it's a movie where all everybody um, serves like all the people that work there are blind, so the, the lights are turned off and you eat dinner in the dark. Mm-hmm. Like an that's a real place. Restaurant. Yeah. yeah Whoa. They have one in Paris. That's a real really? place. Oh, really? It's where, in I think Paris. That's where this is. Yeah. 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 There's one in Vegas too. Maybe maybe we maybe I could find love at Tiffany's party by shaking somebody's thumbtack hand. <laughs> That'd be cool. Yeah. That'd be a great story. Just like about time. I think the blindfold idea would be great. And also if the whole house was a haunted house itself and you have the party in it or a live band. Like like if there's like a demon. Or just like, what is it called? Black light. And everything's like black light. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Black lights. Yeah. Oh, there's black lights. That. Okay, good. They, yeah. They're going to go all out. But I think there's something missing. Well, because or I the was Chuck thinking e. Cheese band. I got the suggestion of having apple bobbing, bobbing for apples. Mihana, me, me, did you say the, uh, the Chuck E. Cheese band? Yes. Charles Entertainment Cheese. I've heard a few people suggest. <laughs> you know that's his name? That's his middle name is Entertainment. No, it's his not. His name is Charles Entertainment Cheese. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> and he's an orphan. <laughs> what? Is Chuck a middle name for, or a nickname yeah, for Charles? So this is a, this is a comedian told me this because uh, they just started trying it out for one of their sets. But So this is not mine. This is some other guys. But, okay. Um, uh, his name is Michael or something. doesn't matter. He doesn't <laughs> listen, and I don't care. Um, so, uh, but, the, but Chuck E. Cheese's name, his legal name, if you look into the like lore of Chuck E. Cheese, his name is Charles Entertainment Cheese, <laughs> and he was born in, an, in a... Uh, he was given to a an orphanage called St. Marinara's. <laughs> <laughs> oh, no! Anyway, oh. Earl, what is missing from the How party? much <laughs> cocaine do you think it took... To write <laughs> just the initial yeah, yeah. branding script. Of oh my Chuck god! Cheese. So many bored upper class suburban dads <laughs> well, were just fucking sitting around a table playing poker and like we should start a. Well, play it was a, it was a company business. before that was called uh, it was called Showbiz Pizza before it was Chuck E. Cheese. Mm. They do have great pizza. I want a wind tunnel. Can we? Okay, here's an actionable item. Can we set up a crucifying section on the grounds? Crucifixions hurt. Yeah. Oh, like a sacrifice. Heard, do you know about this in the Philippines? People yeah. actually crucify themselves on Easter. Yeah, but really? Does it like, really yeah. count as a Then do they get let down? Yeah, they get let down, but uh, only after a while. Like, yeah, they don't die. And they usually they have to go to the hospital right after for. It'll dislocate your shoulders. Ma- many days. Yeah. But well, it question, also makes you bleed. My horribly. question is does it really count if you wouldn't die? Yeah, well, it's way. a symbolic thing. It's like a ritualistic symbolic it's a gesture thing. for God. Yes. <laughs> Yeah, they're tight with JC, and he's like, "Yo, do what I did." And they're like, "All right." Yeah, yeah just it's like when you're just Romans. like just like when your basketball coach was like, "Michael Jordan every day was outside 
dribbling, sitting <laughs> yeah. down, dribbling, crouching, dribbling, standing Drooling up, dribbling. right on the ground. Did you not? Did your coaches ever do that? No. no. They did that. I no, I was never good enough to be on the basketball team. I wasn't even on the basketball team. This was just in regular gym class. He's like, if you want to be good at basketball, do what Michael Jordan did, which is dribble constantly, lay up constantly. Like all he did was just drill that for hours. This is he's, nar- he's a maniacal narcissist. Yes. But because he didn't know. make it onto his freshman basketball team, and he was like, "This is bullshit. I'm the best player in the world," and then he became the best player in the world. For well, me. that's what. <laughs> hey, maybe you should be a maniacal narcissist. You accomplish a lot. What's yeah. a maniacal narcissist? You you think that you're the you're best? A maniac. <laughs> you think that you're the best, and you're in a constant state of mania where you have an undying energy and positivity about your own abilities. Your dick and or clit are just so stiff all the time <laughs> for you. I think I might be I, one. I hate it. <laughs> you hate what? You think you might All be right. one? All right. Glitter? Earl, have you proposed a thing yet? Did here's I the, you? No, here's the thing is <clears throat> I feel like if we had a kissing Chris at the party, we could really have a lot of new things going on. I think people don't usually have a kissing Chris at their party. Who's What's Chris? Chris Cypher? No, a kissing Chris. Uh, so most parties I go to, uh, you walk in, you walk in, and you're like, "Oh man, everybody's here. This is so much fun." And you, uh, the people have got payphones, they've got dogs, they've got water bottles. Not a kissing Chris in sight. What's a Chris? <laughs> they've got payphones, they got dogs, they got water bottles. A kissing Chris? What's a Chris? <laughs> it's it's a pole. It's a really long pole, and it's covered in sugar and honey. <laughs> and you go up and you you kiss it and you lick it. You kiss the Chris. Uh, Wait, kiss the Chris. Where other, kiss people? other people kiss the Chris. Too? Everybody at the party kisses the Chris. Am I allowed to touch somebody else's tongue with my tongue? On the kissing Chris? Yeah. I mean, yeah. If you're like, if you if it's an arrangement. <laughs> say, if Much confident. like Vashti <laughs> Onion, I'd like to walk around in your mind someday because I don't know where the. Fuck that came from. <laughs> I'm gonna put this mic into your eye. I thought it was more like a crucifixion I pun was- with a kiss somehow. Okay, what about a wind tunnel? What about like <laughs> gale force winds in your basement? We set up that would be fun actually. Huge fans, and then we give people um, we give people those suits where they they sumo suits. Yeah, and then and then <laughs> you put other people on the other side. You turn on the fans, and then you blow the people in sumo suits. Oh, you mean flying squirrel suits? I think big round c- cylindrical. Maybe maybe put people in the the balls where you you kick the balls around and people are inside. Ball pits are always fun. Ball pits are fun. You could have a spooky ball pit. You have a ball pit with dry and ice and drop spiders into the ball. Yeah, pit. drop spiders. Oh, tarantula filled zorb. Yeah. Do that. I should get Orbeez. Orbeez are cool. I'm thinking Arby's. Arby's. I like Arby's too. Arby's to cater. Have you guys seen that video of the guy that uh, fills the swimming pool with Orbeez and then fills his friend's backyard with like three million Orbeez? No, No. I love that. I don't know. Oh, yeah. It's not as much as I wanted it to be. It was an above ground pool. Yeah, above ground pool. And then it's like this deep with Orbeez. That's three million of them? Uh yeah, it's some it's maybe it's billion. I don't know. It's some crazy amount because you get you buy thousands of them at a time for like dollars a piece. What, what happens when when you're done with the Orbeez? I think they they move. I think they move away. They go to college. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they go to now you're school. an empty nester. I will say from a, a realistic uh, standpoint, yeah, yeah, that yeah, bottom, yeah. bottom yeah. for apples would uh-huh. uh, ruin people's face makeup. 
Well, and also it's going to be cold, probably. Okay. A pool and full of Orbeez. Yes. Pool full of Orbeez. Well, but how do we add sex appeal to the party? Yeah, it needs to be sexy. Speaking. I'm trying to be horny. Here. Okay. okay. <laughs> All right. All right. I get. I'm fucking. Uh, down in case you that. can tell by my slack jawed look. Ball pit. Ball pit. <laughs> sex room. Uh, Let's yeah, play balls. seven minutes in heaven. The balls are covered in condoms. Have you guys ever played? <laughs> oh! in the condoms are covered in cum. Ooh. Okay. <laughs> what if there's? What if there's like a room key, and then you you walk up to somebody. And then you go room key, and then you pass it to them, and then they have to pass it to somebody, and you go in and sit in the room. Are you talking about a key party? You (laughs) say more like room key, more like doom key, and you take whoever's keys out of the thing, and then you wait for them in their house, and when they walk in, you turn on the lamp by the armchair that you've been sitting in for the last two and a half hours, (laughs) and you say, my, 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 are we late? And then you pull out the gun, and you shoot them in the fucking heart, because guess what? I had feelings too, and you didn't think about them, did you? And then you make out. And then you make out with a <laughs> dead body. Because they're fucking dead. I don't want to. Shot them in the heart. Or you could I, have like, you could have like different I, kinds of Chobani in the room. <laughs> I love Chobani. It's made in Colorado. It's a little too sweet for my taste. Fuck. Um, I'm like not, not affiliated gotcha. with that segment. In years past, the hill above the water hole would still be covered in snow. Gays in laughs. Hollywood. Gays in Hollywood. <laughs> what? what is the one gay in Hollywood we know? God, I'm a master of the craft. Ben, yeah. <laughs> ben Stiller. <laughs> yeah. Hugh Jackman. Kristen Stewart. John Travolta. Oh, Kristen Stewart's fucking hot. Kristen Stewart's the hottest. She's a uh, But I think what you really want to talk about is Ellen DeGeneres. Ellen DeGeneres. So here's what... There's been a what, lot of hoopla. And really, we're dredging it down. back up because I think we're about two weeks too oh, late. Oh, yeah. We're so late. Yeah. But honestly, I think I want to just talk to you guys about it. That's why I want to talk uh-huh. about it. I don't... Maybe other people don't need to hear this because we're late, but whatever. Um, you can put it on. Basically, she was... There was a picture taken of her and George... W? Full Bush. Full Bush? George <laughs> W. Bush. Yeah. His middle name is Full. And they were having a laugh, maybe sharing a laugh, uh, in a picture at some kind of sports ball game. I think it was. They were at the uh, baseball game for uh, the whatever the Texas baseball yeah. game. Yeah. No, maybe were they, were they at a Mavericks was, game? They might have been a basketball game. Yeah, she was game. invited by some, so I think it was baseball, some baseball player. Um, and... People got really mad that she was sitting there having, sharing a laugh with George Bush. And then she defended herself on her show a couple days later and said, you know, my the point, like, I'm trying to spread kindness. I'm not going to. He's a friend of mine. I'm not going to, like. I don't even know what she said. I can't even remember. I'm not. Really yeah, good she's at like, we can we can be friends across yeah. like political boundaries, and yeah, we people were like, ah, oh, yeah, you're defending a war criminal. Which to me, I'll just jump maybe a bit ahead here and say, people would not have been mad at her if she was laughing with Barack Obama at a thing, but Barack he was Obama, also a war he's also a war criminal. He is he he upped mm. the he started the the concentration camps we're currently dealing with at the border, and he also Captain Drone Daddy. He he's bombed. Captain Drone Daddy. He loves just bombing fucking civilian settlements, uh, hoping to kill a bit of ISIS over there. So, you know, but nobody would have complained. Exactly. It's, it's just because it's it's uh it's just because it's a Republican president who did similar things. 
Um, so, yeah, that was my main Obama's issue. Obama's Hawaiian, just like Mihana. Neither of us are Hawaiian. We are born and raised on the island of Hawaii. Which is wow. wow. We're not Native American or na- Native Hawaiian. Is wow. what I'm saying. There's a difference. <laughs> <laughs> but he did go to my and elementary true. school in first grade and went to a high school a mile away from my high school. I did not know he was Hawaiian. That's and we're both dating people from Illinois. Cool. You're, Damn, wait, you're he's basically dating Obama. someone from Illinois. <laughs> he, we're both scandal. With, His surprise girlfriend. We're both with someone from Illinois. Yeah, so I don't know. I got really, I personally, people said that it's because of her privilege that she's able to look past what he's done and be friends with him, be friends with him. But one, I, I mean, she, she did say it herself. She's friends with him, but I wonder like how she's defining friends. Like I have a feeling they're not just casually getting dinner whenever. Like I think that it's very possible that they were just given two seats next to each other. Yeah, and it's like, what are you going to do? Like, take any, like, subsection of those people and how many of them would actually be like, oh, it's George W. Bush. Like, fuck you, fuck you, fuck you for yeah. the whole game right. until he moves. Yeah. I think I think there's something valuable about what she's saying, which I think is like, I think, because I, and I will also preface this with saying, like, I'm not defending her because I think that, I think that people that had criticisms of her are correct. Like, did you guys see the video that somebody edited of it's her giving the apology and on the blue screen behind her, instead of saying Ellen, it's footage from uh, just like all the atrocities in Guantanamo Bay and Mm. like in Mm -hmm. Iraq and Afghanistan and like people, you know, running out of buildings and their eyes are bleeding and like all sorts of like horrible shit that is footage of stuff that like was George Bush's call ultimately. So like, I'm not defending her because I think that like, Ultimately, she is somebody who is unethically wealthy in our society, yeah. which I think is bad. But I and I do think exists. Um, but I do think the thing that she is saying that is valuable is like I can appreciate her saying that you should be kind to everybody. I don't think that kindness extends to being friends with someone just because they have as much money as you do and they are as influential as you are. I would argue that Ellen is as influential as a former president. Oh, yeah. And I think that that means that she has a responsibility to not associate with other people just because they're rich and you can be nice to I, other people on that same tax bracket. I will say I was down with it until she was like, he's my friend. And I was like, well, you don't have to do that. But like, right, I totally understand right. being yeah. like, oh, I have tickets sitting next to this dude. I'm not going to be like an aunt. Like, like, right, I'm not going to be miserable the whole time. I'm not going to be miserable or make him miserable because right. I don't agree with him. Like, that's my thing is like, I interact... I've worked a lot of blue collar jobs. I interact all the time with people who like have with their vote supported some horrible shit that I really disagree with. Um, But I don't think that those people are all bad people. And I don't think that there's anything to be gained from being uh, combative with those people or like, you know, ruining my day and theirs. Um, And I, you know, like her to me, it, seems like pretty useless like moral high groundism to like you know refuse to sit next to somebody or to like purposely have a miserable time or make someone else's time miserable but calling that person your friend is like a bit far I, I but again I think it has a lot to do with like He's he's a Republican and he did these things. I agree. And, I think that's totally true. And that people like again, like if 
like Michelle Obama is very lionized and she's more than friends with Barack Obama, who, again, like right. did all these drone strikes and stuff. And it's like, well, well, she's also Michelle Obama and uh, George W. Bush are also really good friends. There you go. So it's just like there's. There's, there's like, a, a hypocrisy well, to the whole thing. And I do think there's something to be said that, like, in like people kind of see Ellen DeGeneres this one way. Like, she's done a lot for the queer community, maybe not so much lately, but, like, back in the day. And I think there's a lot of expectations of someone who, like, acts right. a certain way for them to just keep being that, like, continue on with doing everything right. Which yeah, I don't right. think that being friends with him, not a great move. But also, like, we can't, like, dictate what the fuck she's going to do. Like, I feel right. like you can't just be like, well, you can't be friends with him because of who you are and who he is. Like, n- no, she's right. just a fucking another and human. And I think that's right. <laughs> I think it's really interesting because there's been a lot of dissection of what she has said. And I think ultimately, like, like Aaron was saying, I think calling somebody like that your friend probably not very smart saying be kind to everybody and people are asking like why are you of this background hanging out with somebody that is of this background i think that's like totally fine i think that the other thing that really struck me about what she said is she was like well i have friends that i don't agree with on things but i think it's more than not agreeing with somebody it's not that you're having a a disagreement and of opinion it's that somebody is fundamentally doing something that is ethically wrong but I also think that at the same time, I like Ellen DeGeneres, and if I like had my way and could go throughout the world and like take money from people, I don't know if I would take money from Ellen DeGeneres. I would take it from a lot of fucking people. I'd bankrupt people if I could that are causing yeah. like, pain and hurt in this world. I don't think she's necessarily involved in that. But what I think she is involved in is the culture of like, well, all rich people are the same above a certain level, so it doesn't matter what people have done. You wanna, you wanna, you wanna wrench thrown in all of your guys' ideas. Thoughts? I'll say one more thing: we have ignored the fact that George W. Bush was very anti-gay, yes. anti-LGBTQ well, in his yeah. legislation. Yeah, and I think that's the interesting thing too: is like you have to remember that when you talk to anyone who doesn't agree with you, like barring the fact that he's a war criminal and has done like terrible things, like. If it's just someone who doesn't agree with you or if it's just someone who's just not on the same page as you, I think an understanding that being angry with that person and telling them they're wrong isn't going to help your cause ever. It's never going to convert them to the other side and make right. them believe what you're going to believe. And so I think that's interesting because, like, a lot of times, like, I have known people who are like, yeah, well, I don't really agree with your quote unquote lifestyle choice. But as soon as they get to know me without me turning around and being like, well, fuck you, fuck what you believe. If they get to know me and I'm like and I prove their ideals wrong, then that's a easier way than like the conflict, I guess. Right. right. Yeah, I mean, well, like, I think I was going to throw a wrench in the Ellen thing, but I was also going to talk about, like, George Bush is, like, really interesting because, like, he ran as, like, more of, like, a liberal-based conservative. Like, he ran on an education platform where he was talking about, like, reforming education. And then fucking, like, 9-11 happened. And, like, pretty much his presidency was, like, overshown. Like, he basically, like, his cabinet and especially um, Dick Cheney, like really are responsible for like the reasons that we really look at his presidency of being horrible. Not everything. I mean, there's things that like he definitely could have changed. So complicit. And I think, you know, it goes back to, I think he, he, um, 
he didn't know the challenges that he'd face. But I, I don't know. Like, he, I think there's out of presidencies, there's like sometimes you find more redeeming qualities in people who have like previously ran the country poorly because it's a pretty hard job. And like, out of what he could be doing, I like, I don't know. He, he, I usually, I think he's at least, I don't think you ever admit to your faults, but I feel like he, uh, recognizes them probably just through his like personal actions of trying to like appear good and good faith and like I think you society. also you also bring up a really interesting point which is like I don't know if there's a single person on this planet that could be put into certain yeah, yeah like running a country with well that could be put criminal. into certain yeah. situations like that would not be a war criminal at a certain point especially in the U.S. with our historic like and the pressure that is on you to like be a strong leader and like hold the union and toe the line of like all that stuff I don't know if there's a single person that could do that no. other than completely rejecting the system and then they might not ever become president you know yeah what I, mean? I think that once you get to that point there's so many things that you, there's so many different areas and people and things you're trying to make happen and please that I don't think there's a way for you right. to do a quote unquote good job. Right. Okay, well, so that's part of the reason why, like, historically, you don't arrest presidents like presidents that get uh, like like Trump. If he gets impeached, might be the first or if he resigns, might be the first president to get arrested after office. You historically don't do that, which because if you do then everybody's going to do it from then on out. And you also like have, there's a certain expectation that like the things that they're doing are the best that they're capable of doing, even though that's obviously not the case always. Mm-hmm. Where did the video surface? What did she post it on? It was no, just a picture. Else. It was just a picture of them smiling <laughs> and not even looking at each other. They I were saw, both looking straight. People, people I saw were a video at her a bunch. I saw a video of her. It seemed like she was like taking it and was like, I'm at the baseball game and then like turned with like Bush and they were both like smiling. Oh, oh maybe. Yeah. But that's like our signature move. I too. saw, I saw the foot, the only footage that I've seen is of like, it looks like TBS or whoever is mm-hmm. like putting on the game, uh, pans over to see them sitting together and talking. Yeah. And that's oh. what I saw. A bunch of people were tweeting that and like her mentions were filling up with Ellen, why are you hanging out with this war criminal? Oh, or, I like, saw one that was like a selfie video. I think that might be older. It seems like, thing is, like people are getting like mad now, game. but I'm pretty sure. Oh, really? I'm yeah. pretty sure she's like had him on the show or like taken selfies with him in the past. I'm certain. Well, and that's the thing too is her audience is filled. Like her audiences at all those shows are middle aged, mostly white women, and right. like, a small pretty... subsection of women of color mm-hmm. that are like all like forty to sixty yeah. and like sit in her audience and you know are like pretty like Midwest minded people. I feel like. So is the question like should she have? posted it should she have like well, I don't think she should have done anything I think I don't think she should have done anything differently I mean what are you gonna like I mean I don't know I think it's such a nothing I think in the same way that I'm saying like I don't I wouldn't like put Ellen's head in the guillotine if we're like going after billionaires like yeah uh it's like such a nothing thing to me. I think the whole thing is a big waste of time. Do you do yeah. you want to big distraction? Do you want to hear my do you want to hear my earth, yes earth shattering thing? My friend, who I'm not gonna say the name of, uh, <laughs> is uh, George Bush. Is George Bush <laughs> worked on Ellen for two seasons and said that the worst experience of her life was having to see and deal with Ellen DeGeneres every day. I've that heard she that. is one of the worst people that's ever walked the face like of the planet. mean? I've heard that Horrifically so most... earth-shattering mean. Like, if you were to, like, spill a coffee, she would, like, personally come and, like, fire you. Like, things like... 
she'd berate your writing. I she'd, don't know. Like, I don't feel like down. that can be that true because I feel like something like that would already get out. I, I've heard it from multiple people really? that like I've so I knew a woman in high school that like loved her and she went and saw her uh, show mm-hmm. and was like sat in the audience and like most daytime shows they have like warmers they have like people that come out and like come and keep you excited and get you into mm-hmm. the show and everything and like or, or like the host themselves will like talk to you during, like uh, like there's video of Steve Harvey like talking to his audience and like being like wild hilarious Steve yeah. Harvey with his audience during the commercial break um, and during the Ellen show when there's a commercial break she sits there and she does not talk to you and she ignores you. And if you try to like ask her questions or anything, like handlers will come and be like, No, you don't do that. You're a part of the audience. Like you're She doesn't like, like go off prop. stage, she just sits on the nope, chair. She sits in the chair and waits. Weird. I don't three know. Minutes. This is definitely <laughs> her like privilege, but also I mean like She's also sixty years old. She's sixty years old and she's been paraded around like for cause like the way yeah. that people like apparently people like expect her to like dance whenever they see her and to yeah. like be happy all the time. Mm-hmm. And granted the amount of wealth and things that she's gotten from this is a privilege that would be fucking annoying. And maybe you wouldn't trade it for one. I'm not trying to say that anybody should behave any certain way that is like upbeat and positive and bubbly on the time. I'm I'm not trying to tell people how to behave, but I'm just saying that what Earl is saying, I believe is true. I've heard that she kind of sucks. Like, and I don't know. I don't fucking know. It doesn't matter to me. Honestly, I don't care. I don't know. I feel like it's weird. I don't know enough about all of this, um, to like have a true solid opinion on it, but to say like, it's a nothing, thing I feel like is kind of not problematic but like I think I said this at dinner last time we were talking about this like none of us are truly affected by political actions necessarily because of our privilege sure but and so to say like it's Ellen's privilege to be able to like be friends with Bush I like agree with and like I agree with everything that um, Dylan has said so far too. Um, but it's also like her privilege to like change his mind and talk to him because she can have that. Right. Right. Well, and I think that's, I think that the specifically talking about those two people, I think that, I think it is something that like, yeah, it's all true and it's all worth talking about. If we lived in a world where like there wasn't other shit that was like really, truly life or death that doesn't have anything yeah. to do with like whether or not, celebrities that may or may not be shitty are friends with a president who may or may not be culpable in being a right. criminal on his own <laughs> terms. Right. Like, I think that's all such a, like a different amount of like, um, a different deviation from what the actual truth is and what is actually going on. And they're also both old. So they're a part of the generation that right now we need to be looking at and saying like, we can't expect anything from them because they're going to die. And then we just have to do better than they did. Yeah. I agree. Well, I'm horny for, for that comedy one. notes. <laughs> but I want to tell my scary story. Fucking shit. Okay, say that again. <laughs> I want to tell my scary story. Great, that was much better audio. <laughs> okay. Say it one more time. I want to tell my scary story. Perfect. Okay, what's your scary story, my friend? My love. Okay. So, set the scene. It's probably like... 2010 probably I can't remember 2010 nah maybe 2009 <laughs> what Take song is on the radio I don't remember um and was it before or after party in the USA came out I think it was 
or I got a feeling, but like, okay, that's also a good question. It was I don't know. I was probably a sophomore in high school. All right. All right, that's probably twenty ten then. Yeah. Um. So, anyways, I spend summers living with my father, who lives in Dayton, Ohio, and he lived with he lives with my grandmother and takes care of her. And I was there for the summer. It's probably one of the last summers that I went because I was getting older. And I had too old friends. to travel. <laughs> yeah, too old because I needed a summer job. And I went, and my friend, my very good like lifelong friend, was. She goes, "You want to go to Cook Road tonight? It's really scary. Um, we're gonna, we're just gonna drive over there because she said, quote, we think the KKK lives over there." And so I was like, sounds spooky. Well, oh, you guys had one of those? We had one of those here. Really? Yeah. <laughs> so we're like, yeah, let's go check it out. So 1 a.m. rolls around, which looking back on it now, my dad was kind of just letting me do whatever. 1 a.m. rolls around. This minivan full of teenagers comes and picks me up. I only know my friend Ellie and my other friend Allie um, in the car. And then the rest of the van is full, but it's full of people I don't know. So we're driving in this minivan on like a two-laned highway through cornfields, and we pass this like little white Midwest church, and it just says on the like um, marquee, is that what it's called? Yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Um, on the marquee, count your blessings or something creepy like that. That's <laughs> <Yeah, laughs> yeah, fucked up. Yeah. I, back I, now. Yeah, yeah, my I, mom was always trying to scare me with like plates with uh, dry erase marker that said shit like that really? on it. Really? Two for one, 12 piece chicken. <laughs> so, fucked up. Well, so I'm scared. I've been told that the KKK lives on this road that we're about to go to. We've driven, KKK. yeah, we've driven the whole thing. Like they all live in a frat house. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you, you say that jokingly, but back in the day, they used to. I guess that's true. Yeah. Um. So yeah, I we see that, and I'm like pretty fucking terrified and the girl that's sitting next to me Allie is also really terrified but almost to the point like where she's just so scared already and nothing really has happened so we're on a two like lane a two-way road paved road and we turn down a very narrow gravel road between two cornfields and you know there's like ditches on both sides for irrigation or whatever and we're driving, and the girl next to me is gone into a full-fledged panic now. Allie's, like, freaking out. She's screaming. She's like, come on, let's just go back. This is super freaky. We're in the middle of nowhere. I just want to turn around and go home. She's, like, crying. Nothing's happened. But I'm still, like, I mean, it is pretty freaky out here, but whatever. That's my favorite is when teenagers used to, when I would go somewhere scary like that, and teenagers would be like, we're on the road at night! Ah! Yes. Anyway. But then, but then... We're driving, and there's no way to, like, turn around on this road. It's very narrow. The, the ditches are pretty deep. And so, finally, the guy gets to a driveway where you can't even see the house, but it's a driveway. And he turns into it to do, like, a couple-point turn. And he, we're suddenly facing, we're facing the way we came from. And there's a car that had been behind us, and for whatever reason, no one had noticed. They must have had their lights off, but now their lights are on, and their brights are on. And they're, like, dead. We're facing each other. And I'm just like, oh, man. That's weird that we didn't (laughs) notice them the whole time. Um, 
And then they get out of the car and they have like very scary masks on. They have guns in their hand and they're just screaming like, get the fuck what? off my property. They're banging on our windows. They're like, the, they're banging so hard on one of the windows next to me that I heard the cl- glass like crunch. Like I was just like, <gasps> what? And the girl next to me screaming. I'm in shock. I'm like, what? And they're banging on the windows. They're like, what the fuck are you doing here? They're screaming for us to get off our land, their land, but we can't like get past them because their car is blocking our way out and the driver for some reason the driver in my car rolls down his window about an inch and the guy who's one of the guys outside of the car whips out like a a blade like maybe a switchblade and like sticks it as far as he can in the window and it's like if you don't get the fuck out of here right now like we're gonna fucking rip you guys to pieces or something like that I can't even remember but it was pretty scary and this guy we're in a minivan this guy that's driving I don't know what his name is he takes the minivan, drives it into this deep ash ditch. We're like tilted at like a 45 degree angle at this point. And we're in the ditch and we come out from behind the car and we're driving down this dirt road. We're going back the way we came and everyone's freaking out. And then we peel back onto the paved two lane road. And I turn like we all I think I turn around. Or, we all just kind of noticed that there was a car parked outside of where the two-lane road and the gravel dirt road met and they flip on their lights and they start following us and then they pull up next to us on the like two two-lane road and they're going as fast as we are and then they speed up and get in front of us and they slow down so much and like cause us to have to stop our car and the guy in the passenger seat of my car is like that's fucking it, man. I'm fucking done with this shit. And then the guy in the car in front of us gets out of his car. Again, dude with a mask and a gun. He gets out and he's like, all right, I'm going to like, I'm going to go out and get them. So the guy in our passenger seat had a camera, like a very large filming camera, hands it to the driver, hands it to the driver and then gets out of the car. And all I see is him punch the guy in the mask throw whatever gun the guy in the mask had into the cornfield and like scramble back to the car and get in oh my god holy shit i know how this ends so i'm just pissed i'm so mad i'm so So, fucking angry have i told you this before yes i'm pissed continue so basically we leave and we we're driving we go to this like 24-hour donut place in dayton and um I'm still in shock. I haven't, like, had a very emo- – like, I'm in shock, but I haven't had an o- overly emotional response. Yeah. And I'm just like, that's fucking bizarre, man. Shit like that doesn't just happen. So I wander outside, wander back inside, and these guys are talking to my friends. And then they turn and, like, look at me, and they're like, yeah, we really got you, didn't we? And I was like <gasps> – Fucking. It was just people you knew. Fucking. Right? That's what Bullshit. I was going to guess. That's what I figured. Yeah. yeah. It was a prank. prank. The only people that didn't know. No, it's not a prank. It's a fucking psychotic. Wait, what the fuck? It's so, Ohio. There's nothing to sounds do. Sounds pretty lame. <laughs> it, sounds, it sounds like a It's Always Sunny episode or something. Like, no, it's so it actually traumatic. Psych- like, and like, funny on TV. Yeah. yeah exactly. But, like, in real life, like, you need to be arrested for thinking that's funny. Right. Like, that's <laughs> No, fucked. I definitely didn't think it was funny. Um, I think I think it's funny now. But the only people that didn't know were me and the girl that was screaming and crying next to wow. me. Wow. Um, Hilarious. Well, do you... But, so I don't know. How, I've never talked That's to her since then, up. but do or you, not since then, but I haven't like talked to her in years. So do you do you remember her. when we did that? Like we scared the shit out of Bodie. 
<laughs> when did I scare the shit out of Bodie? What did I do? Well, so so in college, we we thought it'd be really funny to scare my friend Bodie, and so we took all the furniture in the house that me and Aaron and a bunch of our fun friends lived in, and we flipped it up and then flipped it all around. And oh no, I wasn't there. I was in Japan. Oh, because I wouldn't have thought that was funny when we were doing it. It is funny hearing about it. That's it when you spelled out "die Bodie Wiener," right? Yeah, we d- spelled out "die Bodie Wiener" Which is the in part Scrabble. I was funny. Yeah, <laughs> and we put it on the floor, and like we were so drunk, we like threw like tons of food all over the house, and like smashed bananas on the walls, oh and like that's so scary. It was yeah, and we like, f- I mean, we like ransacked everything. And then he came home, apparently. I think it was like his like I think it was like his birthday party too. He like came home and like immediately like called our friends and like left and like thought somebody had robbed his house. And yeah, we, I would have called the police. Jesus. I have a story that actually happened. That did actually <laughs> I know I know I'm oh. saying that actually happened, but I'm saying that all of these are about people being assholes. I mean yours is actually Mine is scary. real. Okay, uh, well, let's end on this. I don't think we have time yeah. for the other doesn't stuff. Matter. Um so, uh, when I was in college, uh, a friend and I, we had gone out somewhere for like, I think we had literally gone to like grab a drink and a burger or something somewhere. And then we were just doing the thing. Like, you know, when you go somewhere and you just drive around, you just like realize there's like nothing mm-hmm. really to do. And so oh, yeah. you like just drive around. Um, and so we were driving around this neighborhood near his house, um, and it was up by the uh, like the Jeffco County Fairgrounds, so it's like kind of out, not really in the middle of nowhere, but it's like in a neighborhood that I wasn't super familiar with. And we we're just kind of driving and like talking about stuff. And he was like kind of going through a rough time and everything. So we like um, were like snaking through this neighborhood that had like a lot of really big houses and like cul-de-sacs in it and switchbacks. Um, and the, to get into the neighborhood, you go in on basically like a bridge. It's not really a bridge. It's like kind of a road that has two ditches on the side of it. Um, and so it's the only road into the neighborhood. And then once you're in the neighborhood, you have to find your way back to that road to get out. So we're driving in and we come around this corner and I can see off to one side that there is, you know, like a street that like doesn't have any cars in any driveways. Cause this is a neighborhood that has driveways, but it has a bunch of big garages. So all the cars are in the garage. There's no cars on the street. So there's one car in a driveway and we pass by, and I'm not thinking too much of it. And then we come back down that street at a later point, and this car—it looks like just a really nondescript, like it, it looks like an old uh, undercover cop car. It looks like a Ford, like Crown Victoria, almost. Uh, but it's backed into the driveway, and we pass by. And as we pass by, I look, and there's somebody sitting in the car, mm. and they're sitting, and they're facing a different house across the way. And so we pass by. And I was like, that was kind of weird. Um, and as we get past to the end of the street, the lights come on in the car and the car like screeches out of the driveway and goes the other way. And so my friend and I are like, oh, shit, that guy was watching somebody across the street. And we're like, I don't know, we're like maybe 20. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we like whipped the car around and start like chasing the guy to see like where he's going. Um And so we like follow him and everything and we're like kind of like joking around, like laughing and having a good time, like seeing like this guy's a creep or whatever. Like, let's figure out where he's going. And so we follow him and like he loses us in the neighborhood. But we know that in order to get out of the neighborhood, he's got to go to the main road. Mm -hmm. So we drive up to the main road and he's beaten us there. And it is a guy that has a uh, ski mask on and he's got black 
gloves on and he's in the trunk of his car and he's messing around with something. And as we come up, my, my high beams hit the back of his car and like illuminate him. And he's got like a big duffel full of like tools. It looked like he had like a crowbar and a bunch of shit in there. And he like throws it into the trunk, slams the trunk, gets in the car before we can get up to him. And he like speeds off. And so we chased him until he got to like sixth Avenue and then he was just gone. Uh, and so we went back and we went back like a week later and we never, you saw call anything. the cops or anything? No, we wouldn't have yeah. been able to say anything. Right. Um, Did you warn the people in the house? No, because it was like, I don't know which house he was specifically looking at. It was like, it was a neighborhood that like, there would be no way to know if it was specifically the house across the street or if it was a house down the way or like, Whoa. there would have been no way to know. That's so yeah, crazy. and we didn't do anything. That's we kind of just scary. didn't think about it. But That's super creepy. Yeah. That is very creepy. Uh, <laughs> wait, wait, can I do a really fast one? So uh, two of our friends were in a car recently. I didn't know this happened, but they hit a deer and they broke its legs. And then they called the police officer and the police officer, the deer was like struggling on the ground and like trying to get across like back in the woods. And the uh, police officer was like, they were pulled off on the side of the highway. And the police officer was like, yeah, can you guys go back to your car for a second? And he pulled out a fucking like huge ass rifle and shot the deer like yeah. right there. Oh yeah. man. I didn't know they did this. that. There's yeah, no yeah. way to do anything else for an animal. Like that. Yeah. Like, I mean, it makes sense. Know. I was just like, Whoa, Who was this? you can't set Gus and Kyla. Legs. Oh really? Have you guys seen Chernobyl? Well, even show? if you yeah. could, no. if you could set a deer's legs, it wouldn't, Take bed rest like it like needs to. Right. Yeah. They what? What the dogs? In Chernobyl, when they shoot the dogs, they follow this uh, story of this one guy whose job it was to, like volunteer, like be put in the military, and he had to go around and shoot all of the dogs. It's a very sad episode, but or else yeah. they would die from the. I poison. I had a severe mice infestation when I had my first or one of my first own apartments, and I wasn't having any ch- luck with catching them with the kind of traps that kill them. Uh huh. And I'm not good enough person to not kill them, but um, I caught them with glue traps, traps. and they just squeal when they're stuck. It's terrifying because I had like a psychological and like emotional breakdown because I like was hearing them in the night, like scrambling all over when I was sleeping. But then as soon as I caught them, I was like, I can't fucking deal with this. There's a movie where somebody walks into like a really creepy dilapidated house and one of the things that is happening is there's like a big rat stuck to glue paper and it's terrible it's like, and it almost and it's like an animatronic rat but yeah. it looks like a person it looks like a little person oh. that's like is that uh silence of the lambs no no so yeah can i end on some really positive news yeah yeah, yeah. There is a professional violinist in New York whose name is Martin Agi. Agi? I don't know how to pronounce A-G. it. Agee. A-G-E-E. Yeah. Martin Agee. It might be Agee. And he performs for uh, shelter dogs at the American Society for Prevention of Cruelty to Animals. And he says that they're all like barking and fighting. And then when he starts playing, they have a moment of peace and they well, he like- goes and plays for a couple times a week and... That's really cute. It sounds it like really he's really cute. into his own art. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, That's how he volunteers. And he raises... love it. These he, dogs live for Vivaldi. No. He raises awareness to obviously get them adopted and stuff. But That is cute. I thought that was very cute. That is cute. What else is cute is moving on with our days, releasing ourselves from... 
please. <laughs> on this podcast. Thank you for listening. This has been By the Grace of Pod. Hot. 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 Jesus fucking Christ. I've got to be get found? better headphones so I can stop clipping these mics. Uh, you can find us on iTunes, Google Play, and other places as well. Uh, we are part of the Stick Poke Productions Network. You can find that at stickpokeprod.com, which desperately needs to be updated. If you need 20 bucks... Uh, a week uh, hit me up because I need somebody to update that website uh, we have other shows on the network like No Exit a show about somebody who used to hate horror and somebody who loves it uh, and they watch horror movies and then review them immediately after we also have If It's Gay We Play which is about queer theory and video games and the gayest thing those people did this week it's kind of just it's like my favorite murder for gay gamers uh and finally, uh, thank you for listening. Um, really appreciate you. If you could like, rate, and subscribe on iTunes or Spotify it's or whatever so lets you do those, just it's do so easy. Right now. Do the tippity taps right now. Do the tippity taps and just leave any comment you want. But that's all the time we got. Our theme song is doing the outro. Here we go. Mihana and I love big tits. <laughs> big tits? Yeah. We're not yeah. going to do self plugs. We're just going to move Do right you want to do self plugs? I don't nope. care. I, it's not worth me doing if nobody else wants to do it. I don't have anything to play. Come watch Dylan at comedy. No. And then listen to Earl talk about sharks. <laughs> I was in the country where Tiffany You already did it. You already talked about sharks. All right. Bye. <laughs> bye. bye.